It's time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Tuesday, May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo to everyone out there. Based out of Denver, Colorado, we usually like to celebrate our Hispanic culture here in the city and in the Rocky Mountain areas of the Southwest. So, so I would change up the music a little bit in celebration. After rallying to as high as $1,725 early Monday morning, the gold price withstood an aggressive paper gold attack as soon as the Comex pit opened at 8.20 a.m. on Monday, which beat the gold price down to 17.05. Gold closed the daytime trading session in the U.S. at 17.10. Silver traded as high as $15.18 on a futures contract basis before succumbing to an aggressive paper-induced sell-off when the gold price attack started. Silver ended up closing at $14.80. The mining stocks per GDX closed up 2.1% on Monday. The Mining Stock Journal said that the Holbert Gold Newsletter Sentiment Index dropped from nearly 70 early last week to 36 on Friday. The newsletter added that the HGNSI is a fairly consistent contrarian indicator and a reading of 36 is a neutral to semi-bullish, thereby suggesting the potential for the bullish move in the mining stocks at least this week. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a quick moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 10 billion pounds of copper and 18 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSC American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Talisker Resources announced results from the second drill hole at the Braylorn Gold Project located in British Columbia. Talisker is undertaking an 11,000 meter drill program targeting high-grade veins at the project. Results from hole 2 today included 17.35 grams per ton gold over 0.8 meters and 32.2 grams per ton gold over 0.97 meters. The company says similar to hole 1, significant gold mineralization was also identified in the altered halos surrounding the veins in both footwall and hanging wall locations. Talisker trades on the CSE with TSK and on the OTCQB with TSKFF. G2 Goldfield shared more assay results from its Oko Arimu project in Guyana. Holes 30, 31, 32, and 33 were all reported on today and included 14.9 grams per ton gold over 1.8 meters from hole 30. 12.7 grams per ton gold from hole 31, 20.1 grams per ton gold over 1 meter at hole 32, and 10.5 grams per ton gold from hole 33. G2 also confirms that a second drill rig is expected to be fully operational within the next week. G2 trades on the TSX Venture with GTWO. 
Skeena Resources announced its final gold silver drill results from its 4,000 meter drill program completed so far this year at the company's 2020 Phase 1 surface drilling program at the SK Creek project. Results this morning included 32.21 grams per ton gold and 121 grams per ton silver over 22.5 meters. This also included a section of 753 grams per ton gold over 0.83 meters. Skeena Resources trades on the TSX Venture with SKE and on the OTCQX with SKREF. Cartier Resources says it has increased its golden resources at the Chimo Mine property in Quebec, specifically in the north and south gold corridors of the property. The Chimo Mine property now hosts mineral resources of just over 4 million tons at an average grade of 4.54 grams per ton gold for a total of 585,000 ounces of gold in the indicated category and 4.8 million tons at an average grade of 3.82 grams per ton gold for a total of just under 600,000 ounces of gold in the inferred category. Cartier is still drilling and exploring the project where continuity of the mineralization has been shown to extend to a depth of 1,300 meters. And Cartier Resources trades on the TSX Venture with ECR and on the OTC markets with ECRFF. Gold Standard Venture shared an initial mineral resource estimate for the virgin gold and silver deposit on its 100% owned and controlled Lewis project on Nevada's Battle Mountain Trend. The report estimates an inferred mineral resource of 7.74 million tons, grading 0.83 grams per ton, totaling 205,000 ounces of gold, and 14.22 grams silver per ton, totaling 3.5 million ounces of silver. The Lewis Project is a separate exploration project located approximately 100 kilometers west of GSV's flagship South Railroad Development Project. It shares a common land boundary with Nevada Gold Mine's Phoenix Mine, which is one of the most prolific and active gold, silver, copper producers in Battle Mountain Eureka trend. The company believes that the Lewis Project inferred mineral resource estimate at the Virgin Deposit is a continuation of the Phoenix Fortitude mineralization currently being mined by Nevada Gold Mines in the Phoenix Mine. Gold Standard Ventures trades on the TSX and the NYSE with the symbol GSV. And now let's turn to Kai Hoffman for this week's Orin Inc. Weekly update on financings throughout the junior sector. Welcome, everybody, to another update of the Orin Inc. Index Weekly Update. My name is Kai Hoffman. I'm the CEO of Orin Inc. The Orin Inc. Index fell in the week ending May 1st to 52.64 points from 76.01 points a week ago. But do not worry. This is still a very good sign. We're still in a very healthy environment. Our index is heavily geared towards broker activity and bought deals, and we haven't seen a lot of those this past trading week, hence the index scoring lower. Overall, we've seen a total number of 30 financings. This is also down from last week. We've seen two brokered financings, which were also bought deal financings for a total of $9.75 million, and the total dollars decreased to $153 million, which is a two-week low, but coming from a very weak high last week. Financing highlights include Max Silver raising $60 million in a private placement with Eric Sprott, and also Alphaman Resources opening a $42 million private placement, issuing 302 million shares at 14 cents. Some of it is a prepayment against a 98 million US dollar secured loan facility, and one of the major shareholders, Tremont Master Holdings, subscribed for 251 million shares. 
Other major financing openings include Fosterville South opening a $10 million financing on a best efforts basis. This financing is led by Claris Securities. It's not underwritten, but it's brokered. And um, that financing has been upsized to $15 million as of late. Another notable financing is Northern Dynasty Minerals, opening an $8.75 million underwritten financing by Cantor Fitzgerald on a bought deal basis. Financing closings include the aforementioned Max Silver financing, $60 million on a strategic deal basis. All has been taken by Eric Sprott. Silvercrest closing a close to $27 million offering on a strategic deal basis with their investor SSR Mining. Thor Exploration closed a $13 million offering on a best efforts basis, while Desert Gold Ventures closed a $2.57 million deal financing. As of Monday, May 4th, I'm quite curious to see what the index score is going to look like for this week, as we've seen a flurry of financing announcements this morning. Um, Ely Gold off starting at 10 million or opening a 10 million dollar brokered financing for one, and many others as well. So I'm quite curious what the score holds. Make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at oranink.com and stay tuned and up to date here with Mining Stock Daily. Stay safe, everybody. And while we're on the topic of financing, America's Gold and Silver announced this morning a $25 million bot deal consisting of just under 9 million common shares at a price of $2.80 Canadian. Both Pierre Lassonde and Eric Sprott have indicated they intend to subscribe for a total of $8.75 million. IM Gold shared their quarterly production numbers yesterday. The company produced 170,000 ounces at an all-in sustaining cost of $1,230 per ounce sold. The company says target production was achieved despite challenges faced due to COVID-19, which included self-confinement at Essekane and Rosabelle and the placement of Westwood on care and maintenance following provincial directives. The company has lowered its 2020 full-year guidance to the range of 685,000 to 740,000 ounces. IM Gold trades on the TSX with IMG and on the NYSC with IAG. That's it for me this morning. We'll be back again today and throughout the week with more commentary and news briefings. Hope you do hit that subscribe button. And if you feel free to leave us a review of the show, we always greatly appreciate your feedback. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.